Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Came away with a dub. My heart might not be healthy, but we came away with a dub. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. As always, man, it's your boy, Pat the Designer, joined by the pettiest man in the building, Mr. P. Kid, also known as Pete Casanova to some. We appreciate y'all for showing love. Don't confuse people like that, though. <laughs> hey, listen. A win is a win is a win, but it's not the way we wanted to get the yeah, you go you go put the IG up there so they know. <laughs> hey man, a win is a win is a win. Not the way you wanted to get a win, not the way you wanted to be celebrating Booch and Io DeSumo. First off, Io DeSumo breaking a, a, a Bulls rookie record, but not the way you wanted to uh come into this one. Reacting to Vooch finally getting the scoring back going again and and uh, uh, Io DeSumo having such a big game. But at the end of the day, in the stat column, it goes down as a win. What'd you see tonight, kid, as we're waiting on Billy Donovan to get up to the podium here? What'd you see tonight that uh, that you liked? What'd you see tonight that you disliked? Man, we keep selling these games late. Uh, these late we keep selling these games late game situations when we don't have them on the floor. And to me, it, it just makes me appreciate DeMar a little bit more. Do I have to deal with the horrible shot selection at times? Well, what I would consider horrible shot selection, where it just seems like he's just out there to get his and not really as much ball movement, which some people have seen and commented on as well. Sure, maybe yeah. that's the case. But in these situations where it's like it's clear, hey, a decision needs to be made, either you're going to go and drive or you set up your teammates. And Zach seems to have a – Maybe it's his first game back. Maybe it's comfort, stuff like that. But I'm starting to notice the trend here where it's like he's not looking to take that shot. He'll take the other shots, but he's not looking to take that shot. And it's it's just making me look at the game a little differently and, and really appreciate our how they've put this team together and how they coexist. It's at, yeah. at very possible that Zach is probably not the closer for the Bulls. It probably never wanted to be. In those situations, I'm not, I'm not gonna say never wanted to be. That's a stupid, that's a stupid take. But you get what I'm saying. Like Demar wants that shot. He, he, yeah. you, you can tell he wants that shot. Well, it seems like Zach, for some odd reason, just has a different, different way of going about it. So that's the one thing I see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, it's a, it's a tough game. Uh, you came away from from it with the win. Let's remember that Bulls fans, because uh, we have been on the other side of this thing. Um, you saw a great day from Io DeSumo. You saw a great day from you. Said you honestly, you still saw a good day from Zach Levine up until that last little bit of the drive there, where he starts, uh, where where he tries to, uh, um, uh, 
you know, do a little too much, do a little one-on-one, calling for calling for the screen late in the play, trying to make the play. Uh, Vooch had a big game for you, 26 points, 15 rebounds. He's four for seven from three. He's got mm-hmm. his 24th straight – or 24th double-double on the season, his fourth straight. Now, those have been up and down. It's good to see Vooch have a good shooting night, and I think that we, what we got to remember is, hey, listen, Vooch is in – Vooch, when he starts off in the paint, does a lot for this team. Yep. Vooch, when he starts off trying to knock down the three, I mean, listen, I, I, I like to see it when you knock down the three, but I'd rather see you down low going to work, man, because that's where that's where Vooch does a lot of his damage. And, and we needed every single point we got from Vooch, and, and we needed every bit of what we got from Ayo DeSumo in this game, even though he did end up fouling out. Like, to me, this game, first off, the Bulls snapped their five-game road losing streak. But, but this game, to me, I'm not even taking this. You know what this game is to me? Like, a lot of people are going to call in. A lot of people are going to be upset. A lot of people are going to say, the oh, this is a bad loss, or this is a bad win because um, uh, 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 you only won by one and you were up by 28. And you absolutely were. I don't like how this game went down. But it's like with a shooter. Sometimes you just got to see one go in. Came down to the wire. Bulls got the win. Bulls have been struggling as of late. Sometimes you just got to see one go in that win column for you. Hit the like button if you agree. Subscribe to the page. We appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with us as and always. At the man. same time, you want to keep in mind that OKC is still a professional basketball team. There's players on the other end that get paid millions of dollars. And so they may not have the best record. They're a young team, but they're a scrappy team. And, and kid, we're going to go to Billy that. Donovan here real quick as he's talking at the podium right now. I didn't mean to cut you off, my boy. I'll do your thing. I thought we were going to go to Billy Donovan. It looked like he was like, here we go. Offense mm-hmm. that put us, put them out. We, we had way too many empty possessions offensively. So I'm happy we won. And I'm happy that maybe this is an experience these two guards needed to go through from a physical standpoint, that there's some, some opportunities for them to get better and our team to get better. Like I said, with a lot of ball hailing off the floor. And it was a, a lot to ask of Zach, considering it was his first game back, missing you know so much time. And without DeMar out there, who's another been a, another primary ball handler coming down the stretch, and he's not out there. So it gets thrusted on some other guys, and, you know, it's it's, it's good. It could be a really good learning experience, hopefully get better from it. I did want to ask you before I ask about Jack. It looked like it was about seven or eight minutes left. You just started working on the quick plays. Something's right. It looked like you were about eight games quick. The well, they were they had different matchups and different things that they were doing out there, and just to try to create some matchups the way they were guarding to get the ball back to Vooch. Let him. He obviously, I think Vooch made some shots. We ended up opening it up. We ran some different things from the middle of the floor that was really really helpful. The problem was when we went back to that, you know, after that period when they brought back Dort and they brought back Kendrick Williams and some of those guys, that stuff got blown up because we never really got off the screen like we needed to. I don't even know if it would have been any good, but. In the middle of that quarter, we were running a lot of different stuff that was getting Vooch to the middle of the floor and got him some pick and pops in it. And he obviously made some really good plays and had some great finishes and, you know, gave us that 15-point lead. But to your point, we got to be able to close the game out better than that. I thought he was bouncy today. You know, I thought he looked really good physically. I think he was a little bit winded, made shorter stints of him. I took a couple timeouts early in the first half. I didn't have a lot to play with and didn't know how the game was going to go. I would have liked to have gotten him a little bit off earlier in the third. You know, looking at his minutes, I would have liked to have kept him around 32. But just talking to him, he said he felt fine. He was good. And so there was no problem playing him. 
But um, I, I would have liked to have gotten off a little bit earlier in that third instead of taking him down to about the three-minute mark. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, I mean, he was, he, he's fine. I mean, it were, like I told you, with Javante, it was a little bit more of a harder cap. With Zach, it was, you know, he can play into the 30s. Like I told you, I didn't want him to play 38 hey, or 39. G, that, Kim G, and I got caught playing him because I think that third quarter, I had right him now. in a little bit too long. But, you know, what ended up happening was once we subbed, we were up 26 or 27 points. And right when we subbed there, the lead went all the way back down to 14. And you got to be able to, I'm not saying extendedly, but you got to be able to play even basketball at that point. And it forced us to put Zach and Gooch to start the fourth quarter. And you don't want to be able to do that. You want to be able to have some level of a cushion that in that, you know, three-minute period there, you just can't bleed points like we did. And again, for for the guys that were coming off the bench, a lot of them are new. A lot of them are in different roles. Um, they're in different experiences. You know, we're pretty banged up with injuries and, you know, guys are out there doing what they can do to help. But, you know, it's all new for them as well, too. Well, I mean, he, he, I think, first of all, I think he's very, very, has a lot of pride and he works really hard. And I think he was disappointed with the way he played in Orlando. And I think he wanted to come back and play better. And I give him credit for the way he responded tonight, the way he played. He also he was he was kind of, he was a two way player tonight. He was really good offensively. He was good defensively. Um, I just felt like if we were going to take Zach off, you know, at four or five minutes in that first quarter, which generally comes off with about three minutes left in the quarter, I just wanted Kobe out there just for some shooting, some playmaking, some, some driving, some creativity. Whereas I knew maybe Io with you know Vooch and obviously getting a last minute that DeMar wasn't going to be here. I think Iowa can be the guy that can kind of generate, get us into offense. But, you know, it's it's just like um, the situation for Iowa tonight. You know, if he hit, does happen to be out there late, you know, with Alex and, and Lonzo being out and DeMar's on the court and Zach's on the court, like he, if, if, if Luke Dort is all over tomorrow, like he may have to be in that situation to help bring the ball facilitate offense. So, I thought he responded really well, considering the way we all played and you know coached yesterday. You know, I thought it was a better game for us today. He was really good today. You know, I think one of the things that that he was, I think, him watching film, maybe he realized a little bit more is you have to have a really, really good act as a point guard. And what I mean by that, when you look at really good quarterbacks, it's fake handoff, play action. They can really you got to do the same thing as a point guard. You know, if you're going over here, you can't just look and go over there. Like, you got to set it up. And I thought his setups were really good, which enabled him to get to spots and get downhill and, you know, generate some good looks for himself. And I actually thought he could have had a much, much bigger night offensively because I thought in that second half he got some really good corner threes that just happened, didn't happen to go down. Um, but overall, I, I think he really responded and competed. And Shea's a, a hard guy to guard, and I thought he did a, a, a nice job on him. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. Thank you. I was right here, guys. That was Coach Billy Donovan saying some interesting things. A lot of confidence in the rookie. A lot of confidence in the rookie. I like to see that. I like to see that. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us as always, man. Like I said, hit that like button. Subscribe to the page as we break down what we see. Kid, what'd you hear there? What'd you, what'd you hear there when he was talking about the young man, Io DeSumo? Hey, listen, hold on, hold on. Before you do that, poor job reporting, not asking at all about the fact that they blew a 28-point lead? Yes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm yes. very... I'm, very I'm, poor I'm, job. 
I'll, I'll, Very I'm confused up. at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to get all over him for uh, for not having putting in a, a big man in a bad situation when you don't when he don't have no big man, but nobody asked about blowing a 28 point lead. Like, <laughs> might be yeah. something you want to know. I think it's one of those things where maybe, and this is just pl- being devil's advocate and trying to, you know, have respect for potential colleagues or whatever. We don't know yeah. where we this takes us, right? Um, but I think this was one of those games where they we we know we'd beat the, we'd beat OKC. You know, we know we'd beat OKC. Full strength, you know it. So it's like at this point, you know, what did you see? What what were you thinking? What were you trying to manage? I can I can see that potentially, yeah. right? But that's not neither here nor there. What did I hear? What I just hear is is Billy Donovan really give praise to Io. Obviously, he had a historic you know moment breaking the record before he had his you know couple misses. But I has been playing pretty efficient this entire season when given the opportunity. And yeah. the one thing I always liked about Billy and is he'll give his young players opportunity if he sees progression. Absolutely. And we've seen Absolutely. that with Io. And we've seen it happen at record pace. We didn't think he we knew Io was going to be a guy that could have impact. We didn't think it'd be this soon. And good lord, is he may have an impact right now. And so yeah. now we we saw it in defense, we saw it in scrappiness and stuff like that. We was like, cool, we got somebody who can do that. We absolutely have someone who can bring the ball down, get you a couple buckets, efficient from three. Like we're getting a lot more. Like this is absolutely the still in the draft for where we took him. And just throwing this out there again, not gonna spend all day talking about it, not gonna have one of those shows. But you heard it from Billy D himself, right? You saw how he's gonna be using them and things of that nature. Generally speaking, when you already have a coach who's gonna ride with a player like that, you start to see a couple of things. You start to see another player's minutes start to kind of decline. You spread certain situations uh, uh you know start to decline and stuff like that. And then you also absolutely see the difference in this game as to the poise between the two players that we that we always talk about. Yeah. Doesn't mean that it's bad. It means that hey, if AK is going to be moving away or moving on, you're clearly seeing the ascendance of one player and potentially the, another player just absolutely looking at another role somewhere else if that's what we're seeing. Because I always ask people this, if Vooch goes down, who's our who's who is Demar Zach? Who is Zach's Demar for Vooch? You don't have one. Who's the next guy up? If Vooch goes Tony down. Bradley. Tony Bradley. Where do we see him at? Tony Bradley don't even get, they get barely gets tick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, so keep it a buck with yourself. We ain't gonna spend all day talking about it. We're gonna talk about this well, game here. The only forward. the only thing but, is I think the situation has changed drastically. You know what I'm saying? Like now it's like at this point, if Io goes down or if Kobe goes down. You don't have another option. Like Javante Green we're has really to start thin. playing point we're guard. Now. Yeah, you know I'm saying now. it's much thinner now. So I think that's gonna. I think that's gonna play a lot into uh, uh, how the how the Bulls are gonna move at the trade deadline. But Billy Donovan absolutely giving Io the vote of confidence. And what else is he supposed to do? Yeah, you know I'm saying what else is he supposed to say? Io Desumo, he he broke Orlando Woodridge's record. That's a record that y'all gotta understand. That's a record that has been standing since before Jordan. Mm. I didn't know how long it stood. That's a good one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like that is a that is a record that hey, there's a record on the Bulls that Michael Jordan did not break. <laughs> and and Io DeSumo has just broken that record. So and, is it wild to say Jordan would have never broken that record? 
Nah, that's not a little bit. I can see Jordan going nine for nine in a game to start off as a rookie. I can't. That's what Jordan gave. Jordan was out there to get buckets. <laughs> I'm out there yeah, to but get I'm saying, buckets. I'm saying, nine, you, you can't see Jordan making nine layups in a row? Nah. Oh, come on, dog. Not in 84. <laughs> I'm not saying he can't. I'm just saying, like, it wouldn't I, happen I, like that. I I'm not going to let you move hey, off hey, look, hey, nine hey, layups. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. Well, history says he didn't. So, <laughs> history says he didn't. Uh, congratulations, by the way, to Io DeSumo breaking Orlando Woodridge's record as a uh, most point, most consecutive buckets by a rookie uh, uh, in his first season. So that was dope to see. Um, I don't know why I said a rookie and in his first season, like you could be a rookie in your second. Is it, well, Blake Griffin. But uh, let's go out to the phones, man. We appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with us. Uh, let's go out to the 773. <laughs> Appreciate good, the call man? in. What's going on, my boy? How you feeling? I'm feeling pretty uh, a little iffy. I mean, I'm happy we got the win, but at the same time, <laughs> a twenty-eight, a twenty-eight point lead, man. That that shit ain't gonna ain't gonna fly. Like I said before, hey man, this game really showed how much we need Demar Derozan in the fourth quarter because we definitely struggled to get a buck to get a basket and uh. I'm actually, I'm actually happy for, I'm happy for Ayo Sumo, and I'm actually happy that Nikola Vucevic is now starting to go into the hole more instead of just starting out shooting these these threes. I think I think it's more of a coaching thing. I think it's more of a coaching thing when you think about it because I think the way Billy Donovan's offense is set up, he wants Vucevic to be shooting the three more because I guarantee you if if it if it was Vucevic's way, he'd probably be down in the post a lot more. And uh, another thing, what we talked about previously. Now, look, I know this is just this man's first season. Yeah. But you can tell you can tell that the team and Billy Donovan trusts Io DeSumo to run the offense a little bit more than Lonzo Ball. If you think about it, if you think about it, the ball was mostly in his hands more, and he was actually the one feeding Zach a lot of times of the game. Compared to Alonzo, where Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan are usually playing hero ball, trying to set up the offense. And another thing, if he plays like this in his second year, if he consistently like this in his second year, you're gonna have to come to that to that realization of who is our point guard of the future. If if that is, I'm saying if if that is the case, because Lonzo, because I doubt that. I doubt that if he plays like this consistently next year, a team is going to offer him some big money. And then, and then too, second round draft picks are different from first round draft picks contracts. So I mean, I mean, a team is really going to want to offer him some money. And then, and then that's actually a good problem to have if you the Bulls. But if this continues up into next year, you're going to have to make a decision on whether you want to him or Alonzo Ball to be that future point guard i'm just saying i'm just saying if it happens no nah, appreciate the call hey it, uh, that day might come if it, if that does come i'll tell you this shay it's a good problem to have <laughs> it's yeah. a good problem to have appreciate you for calling in shay stay safe out there my boy that's not bro 
Um, it, it, it's a good problem to have. If you have to get to the point where you're deciding whether you want to see Lonzo on the court or uh, 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 Io on the court, and maybe Lonzo, if you're winning, is willing to take that bench role. Maybe, 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 maybe he is, maybe he's not. I don't know. Maybe you can find a way where they can coexist together. I don't know. But if you get to that point where you're like, man, this point guard's really freaking good, and this point guard's really freaking good, that's a really freaking good problem to have. Yeah, you know what? I think, and not to, you know, add anything else to it or detract from what he mentioned, it was a really good call. Uh, we have to consider the fact that, hey, Io is not just shaping up to be a point guard. He's a combo guard. He is scoring. He can shoot. He can create yeah. his own shot. He has a lot of things that, again, saying we 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 can beat this horse until to to this blue at this point. It's absolutely a steal because oh, we don't have too many second sure. rounders who are doing that. We don't have too many second rounders who can create their own shot, run the offense, stick, play, play with confidence. The confidence he plays with is is infectious. Like all of that stuff right there, it it, it absolutely could be a situation where they can coexist and it'd be an absolute great thing. You know, this is one of those things where you know Mono Ginobili came off the bench and was still re- regarded as one of the best players on the Spurs. Yeah. You know, so that could absolutely be a situation that Io finds himself in with the, with the the Bulls as we shape it up and get better. So, and and honestly, maybe he maybe Io's cool with just being like, "No, nah, I'm gonna bide my time." Y'all gotta understand, it's a this is a different situation for Io Dasumu. This is not Io Dasumu playing for the Cleveland Cavaliers or Io Dasumu playing for uh, uh uh the Toronto Raptors. This is Io Dasumu playing for the Chicago Bulls, a team that he grew up cheering for, a team that mm-hmm. he grew up wanting to play for a team that he got drafted by in his hometown. Like that is a very, very different situation. Io might legitimately be like, Hey, listen, I'll, I'll let Lonzo have his run. I'll have my day. We'll see what happens at, at, at contract time. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that, that's a very real possibility. Let's keep it going. To and the he's phones, six, man. four. Yeah. He's not short. Six, four. I'm not sure, but he ain't Zoe either. Zoe is 6'5", 6'6". Zoe a big dude. Zoe 6'7". Is he really? Zoe is a big dude, bro. When I was at the game, I got a video of it. They don't look that, like, I know I've said this before. It doesn't look like a big difference between the two. The yeah. biggest difference was from Zoe to Vooch, from Vooch to Marco. That was the biggest jump. Everyone else kind of looked in the same pack. Like, they were around the same height. Let me and fact so, check myself on this. Zoe is 6'6". Six, six. Six. Yeah. That's a big dude. <laughs> he's tall. That's a big dude. He's tall. He's not he physically imposing by any means, but like yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. tall guy. He's a tall guy. Like he he would be somebody that walked up on me. I had to look up a little bit. I I, I give him that. He's a tall guy. <laughs> I can't. I can't. You you five eleven dog. You had to look up at least eight inches. Paul's right. hey, <laughs> for saying it like that because that's just weird. Hey, hey, Take that however you want it. Like, it's a clear difference. <laughs> you ain't got to be specific about it. Like you just wanted to say eight inches. Like that's wow, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shutting up now. Hey, let's keep it going to the phones, man. We heading out you to the wild boy. Heading out to Cali. We got Marcus Couch on the phone. Marcus, what's good? What's up, bro? What's up, my dogs? How, How you, you feeling, guys doing? Man? How you feeling? Good, How bro, you feeling? Good. How are you? Good, man. You know, it, it's okay. So let's talk about this record here that he breaks Orlando Woolridge's record. I'm even surprised that back in Orlando's day, 
the D would even let you get nine off in a row without taking your head off. Yeah, for real. For real. Hey, listen. Hey, what did Vernon Maxwell say to Jordan? The way he's scoring on me is disrespectful. (laughs) Like, like, now imagine that times 30. Man. Yeah. Now, listen, man. I know this for a fact about Ayo. He hangs out with two guys specifically around the team. Maurice Cheeks and DeMar. Yep. Okay. He's trying to look, man. They always say surround yourself with people that are, you know, equal or better than you, right? So that's exactly what he's doing. He's elevating his mind, which is helping his game. Yeah. I don't know how many second round guys get to get to do that. I just don't. No, and and Alex Caruso said when he walked in the building, um, he said the first the first person that was there asking me what it feels like to win a championship was was Ayo Desumo. <laughs> yeah. which which is a little concerning it. but also like that's dope this rookie wants to win yeah and hey man there's a guy in germany i got my eye on uh Uh-oh. he's a center oh he's averaging a double double 29 Uh-oh. minutes a game it's cristiano felicio oh god he's banking he's banking hey marcus i'm t- no, I'm, just teasing. <laughs> I'm teasing but it's hey, straight up hey wait funny. hey wait hey wait is is he really <laughs> yeah He's yeah, really he's averaging uh, 11, uh, 13 points, 11 rebounds in hey, the German league. Hey, shout out to Chris. Get your money, my boy. Yeah, hey. which, I mean, maybe we should go to Germany if that's the game. I know. Damn. Relax. <laughs> I'm all for it, Marcus. I'm all for it. Bring back the chin strap. Hey, man, I – I uh, just want to say you guys are doing a great job in the morning show. I don't get to chance. I don't get a chance to listen to it live, obviously, because it's a little too early for me. But I, I do listen throughout the day, and it's yeah. uh, it's pretty great, man. You guys are doing a good job. Hey, I appreciate that support, Marcus. Appreciate appreciate you, you for tuning in as always, man. Uh, uh, stay safe out there, man. We we glad we love when you call in, my guy. All right, man. Sorry, Take man. care, boys. No, great call by Marcus Couch, man. That's crazy. Felicio's getting busy out there. <laughs> the Felicio. Shout Last game he played, he dropped eight points. He was four or five from shooting. They don't really show the minutes, but I mean, he's being real efficient. Hey, hey, I'm glad he's out of here. Uh, <laughs> so glad he's out of here. Let's get, let's keep it going to the phones, man. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. If y'all haven't done so, we got 108 in here, man. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page. Appreciate y'all for showing love, man. Uh, let's go out to the 219 as we break down some more of this Bulls game. What's going on? What's up, pal? What's up, PK? Hope y'all doing well tonight. Man, how you feeling, oh, my man? Man, what's good? Hope you're doing the same, brother. Well, I'm good. We got a we got a W, so you know that's always a good thing. And in my uh, in my Dominique Toretto voice, it don't matter if you win by inch or mile, win is a win. So you know we got to be happy about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, blowing the 28 point lead ain't nice. That, that's not fun at all. I didn't. <laughs> I did not enjoy that. It's one thing for them to make a one and get it down to 15, but to get climb all the way back to where we only win by one that, you know, we definitely could have used the March night, used the closer and everything, especially with Zach not having his shot going the way it normally is. Yeah. Um, but, and then it, it kind of seemed like at times, like, Gooch was getting busy in the paint and they kind of stepped away from it. And when I was looking at the game, it was like part of it was them not being comfortable throwing it into the paint to him because they can see that double team coming. You know what I'm saying? Like, they'll be coming mm-hmm. like, okay, we're trying to get it to Booch. But every time they look to throw it, somebody was coming off their man to come double team Booch yeah. to get out of his hand. So 
I think that's something we got to work on better because he was getting busy in that thing. Um, yeah, Kobe, Kobe didn't shoot well tonight. Um, I'm looking for him to get out of his slump. But last thing I want to say, man, that I owe man, I owe the truth, man. Like looking at when he first got drafted and coming into the season, I really thought that he was going to be like Marco. He was going to get a lot of G League time and everything. Somebody they were going to develop slowly and. He came in and went fourth wide and said, no, I deserve to be playing minutes in the NBA. Yeah. And I'm going to take advantage of it as much as I can. And at first it was just like, oh, well, his defense is really good. That's why he's getting minutes. Now he's going to see it on both ends. Now he is he giving you great defense. Now he's confident in his shot. He's like, okay, I can make mid-ranges. I can, you know, go up, lay the ball up. I can shoot from three. And his playmaker has been phenomenal these uh, last couple of games. Like, Outside the last game you played, but I, we, don't, we, don't, we ain't talking about that. Okay, uh, that, uh, well, that's okay. We just don't throw that out the window. But, you know, the game before that, <laughs> this playmaker was really phenomenal. Yeah. Things. So, I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed with Io. He has to be at least second team rookie, if not first team rookie this season. And it's going to be interesting to see what they do with him in the next couple of years. So, that's all I want to say about the training games. Hey, appreciate you for calling in, man. Appreciate you for calling in. And listen, hey, man. He, He's gonna have he's gonna have a ton of time. Like like y'all gotta understand, Lonzo. He's uh, he is your starting point guard moving forward now. He's giving you consistency at the position minus last game where everybody played horribly. Um, he's giving you consistent scoring. He's giving you consistent facilitating. He's giving you consistent defense. Have been one of the better defenders on this team. He's earned that starting point guard spot. Y'all got to understand. You're going to see a lot of him for the next six to eight weeks. When we're talk when we talk about rookie of the year conversation, Ayo Desumu could absolutely move into that. If he keeps playing like he played mm-hmm. tonight, Ayo Desumu could absolutely move into that. And it's He's because. It, it's it's the the interesting thing for me is right the worst thing that ever ha- that ever happened to the NBA is one and done because it absolutely diminished the talent that's coming into the league. I understand why players do it. I agree with why players do it. If you're not gonna pay me, guess what? I'm gonna go get this bag. I agree with that 110. percent But there's no doubt that it has watered down the game and made the game worse yes you get your John Morantz yes you get your amazing players the rookie year but then you're you've got a bunch of dudes that you're sitting around looking at saying is he going to develop into this guess what happens when you stay three years in college that dude comes into the NBA and he can play the Bulls have had a bunch of those Luol Dang Taj Gibson you can keep going down the list when we see those dudes that have been in college longer guess what they know how to play basketball they know how system works they know how to sit there and 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 go through what the coach is telling them to do they know how to watch film they know how to watch tape they know how to do you know what I'm saying like you see that so much and I, I say that I say this to this day if, if Austin Rivers had stayed in college, He'd be Austin Rivers would be a great player in today's NBA. He'd be a better player. He would Austin be, a, Rivers, and he's already a, he's a he's a really good player right now. I think he would be an even better player than he is right now, just staying that extra year of college. Mm-hmm. I've always believed that. I think the Keep one thing the college experience gives you too, but we're talking about we're talking about boys. Yeah, but that extra three years, that maturity that comes with that. How to ask the right questions, how to really hone in and focus on the right things, all of that, that discipline that comes there, that you can get there if you utilize it, you can't replace that. 
because in a league, that's like the next level of freedom. Realistically, you got your contract, you, you, you're expected to do certain things, but now you got this money behind it. And now you're this 19, eight, 19 year old kid with a couple hundred thousand behind his name. And you ain't never seen that before. And now you had drafted and stuff like that. So like to do the right things with it, to actually develop and hone in, like you said, that you mentioned, you mentioned it before. You're basically just talking about the fundamentals. You get the fundamentals on a whole different level, and and absolutely is taking advantage of it. And so here's the one thing I want to say though: this is where the whole Grayson Allen thing kind of helps him. And I hate to put it that way, but this is a next man up type situation, right? Well, he's our well, next he man. He was next man up. Yeah, but he he wasn't getting as many minutes as he's going to be getting now. Like he was yeah. averaging 25 minutes. He may be yeah. averaging 30 minutes from here on out. Yeah, and that's cool. That's cool. Take him taking advantage of it. It's going to be really hard to see him do what he does and say we have to move on from him versus anyone else to make any type of moves. It's, it's just it's hard. A, it, it's 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 a it's a young man. This is the thing, right? When you stay in college longer like that, you know what you're good at. You know yourself. So when you come to the NBA, you know what you have to develop more to continue being good at it. You know what your game is. Ayo Desumu came into this league knowing what his game is. That's why he's playing this way. Ayo yep. Desumu knew, hey, listen, I can shoot. I'm not a great three-point shooter. It's something I can work on, but I know I can play defense, and I know I can handle this rock. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you have that experience, like the one-and-done players, they, they're, they're tw- 19, 20. Patrick Williams can't drink yet. We're making mm-hmm. we're, we're we're making a, a, a grandstand predictions on a kid's whole career, and he don't know what his career for the be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, he is 20 years old. He has no idea what his career is going to be. When With the resurgence start, of him, though, do you think that whole like from what we're seeing, the the help that we're getting from our guys? Do you think that that trade conversation with Pat Will kind of picks up? Like, if there's any truth to it, which I don't understand if there's I, any I truth think, to it. I think if if AK was going to move off of P. Will, he would have been the first person to move off of. AK, AK don't seem like the kind of dude that hold on to people for sentimental reasons. He came through here and literally was cutting people off by the knees as he was walking through the door. He walked in and was like, Jim Boylan, let me get the ACLs off of you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, yeah. like take the time clock with you like he ak don't seem like the type of dude like i feel like if ak really wanted jeremy grant jeremy grant would be a jeremy grant that's the right one right jeremy, no, jeremy, jeremy, right. jeremy, yeah, jeremy if ak really wanted jeremy grant jeremy grant will be on this team hmm. you know what i'm saying like like if he if he really wanted jeremy grant and thought jeremy grant was and p will was the piece and he didn't believe in p will jeremy grant will be on this team I don't think that AK is holding on to pieces for sentimental reasons. I think AK believes in development. I I can tell that with Denver because how long did it take Jamal Murray to become that? But I I absolutely think that if he was going to move off of these pieces, they would be gone already. Because he because he sees what's happening. He sees them dropping. He see he I'm sure you know he he's not overreacting to it, but he sees how the Bulls are fighting through here. You know what I'm saying? Like so to me like we've seen him make moves. We saw him when Wendell Carter Jr. was struggling, which, you know, I know everybody's high on Wendell because he's had good games against us, but he's still the same player that he was when he was here and everybody in this chat was killing him. He's no different down there. I will say this, though. 
Um, what's the other dude? He went to Washington. He actually got better though. Who Kuzma? Oh, nah, Daniel look, Gafford. Gafford. Daniel Gafford's what? See, this this is the thing too, right? Like, I I wasn't mad at giving up Daniel Gafford. I wasn't mad at giving up Bobby Portis because after we gave up Bobby Portis, we got Daniel Gafford. After we gave up Daniel Gafford, we started drafting guards. But I guarantee you, we can find another Daniel Gafford. <laughs> there will always be that. That's the one where it's like, don't overvalue your role players. There will always be another Daniel Gafford in the NBA. You will always find another another guy like that. That is the heart hustling muscle dude that's just trying to stay in the league, be big, and do what he can defensively. Catch some oops. I guarantee you, we go into the draft this year, probably looking for that dude. <laughs> like, I've, the I'm not. Thing is, though, I can see. Um... We just talked about him. Wendell being an Andre Drummond type player. Like a prime Andre Drummond. I can see him doing it. Nah. He's already 13 and 10. That's a long way from Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond <laughs> averages uh average 17 and like 17 and 14. Hey, 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 Detroit Andre Drummond had a couple. Didn't he have a couple like 19 and 19 seasons though? Nah, I'm looking at it. He never had a 19-19 season. He's just know. been so consistent at rebounding in double digits that he's amongst the all-time greats. <laughs> that fuck is wild. He's, just been, seven, he's been 17 to 15 his whole most of his career. Yeah. The the thing with Wendell is like Wendell's not a Wendell will never be a bad player. He's just not what you would should have picked at seven. Just like Lowry will Lowry plays well enough to always be in the NBA. You shouldn't have picked him at seven. Kobe White is a good bench piece. You shouldn't have picked him at seven. You know what I'm saying? Like, like two things can be true. Kobe when shouldn't have a- been picked at picked at his position. I'm I'm still on the train that P. Will is not worth a fourth a fourth pick in a draft. He's just not. We'll see. You know what I'm saying? Nah, we'll see. Dog. There's we'll nothing, see. there's nothing you can say that no. here's the thing. Fourth pick in a draft. I ain't doing we'll see. Fourth pick in the draft, guess what? All the people before him, we ain't doing we'll see. You're not. You don't we'll see with the people that got picked before him. And you ain't pick doing a that's we'll just, see with a couple people picked behind him. Like, to, you just don't. You to. don't we'll see with a top 10 pick. Hey, look, we definitely had to we'll see with most of the people picked behind him. <laughs> nah. Yeah. It's still we'll see on Obi Toppin. Obi Toppin giving the minutes is actually a lot better. He's just in New York. Let's see. He's in New York with too hey. many people that do the same thing. And Julius hey, Randle, who hey, New York hey. trying to get rid of Julius Randle off of something? Like, what the heck is that? <laughs> like, like. Hey, let's you know. keep going to the phones, man. We got a few callers on here. Let's clear out these last few callers, and then we go get up out of here. We go get up out of here a little bit early tonight. We appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us, man. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page. Let's go to the phones. Heading out to the four four zero. Yo, what's good? Hey, man, what's going on? How you feeling? How you feeling? What's going on? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty excited about the win, but uh, twenty point, a uh, twenty eight point uh, blown lead's pretty bad. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but Io DeSumo is a stud. He is definitely the steal of the draft. There's no doubt about that. I mean, I, you know, I hate to say it, but, you know, Alonzo and Caruso going out uh, is kind of a blessing in disguise for Io because, I mean, this kid's showing us what he can do. And uh, this kid is just a freaking stud. Um, 
I mean, his defensive presence is just, it's crazy. And uh, when we get Lonzo and Caruso back, you know, around playoff time, that six to eight week timeline. Yeah. Um, you kind of wonder what, what's going to happen with Kobe White, because, you know, that that's kind of a deep, we're kind of deep at point guard when we have those guys healthy, you know, Lonzo, Caruso, and then you got Io. So it's like, where does Kobe White come in the mix there? Because, I mean, I know he's going through a little bit of a shooting slump right now, and he hasn't been shooting the ball pretty well, but uh, you just kind of wonder if you want to trade him. I mean, you obviously can't do that now because we're so uh, we're so slim right now because of all the injuries, but yeah. Um, yeah, you you just wonder what we're going to do with Kobe White. No, yeah, it's it's definitely a question mark. Um, when when this team is fully healthy, like you said, right now, it, it it's it's not because Kobe because Kobe White's going to lose minutes. I mean, he's going to lose minutes for sure because now that everybody knows what Io Desumu can do, I mean, when Lonzo and Caruso are back, it's like what because Kobe White's obviously like you guys said, he's a bench scorer. That's what he's best at, but he hasn't been shooting the ball really well. Yeah, it, it's it's you know what when Kobe's on, it's great. Uh, these last couple of games, he hasn't shot the ball very well, and we zero in on Kobe. But these last couple of games, the Chicago Bulls have not shot the ball very well. We were eight for forty six from the three. No, I mean our three point. point percentage has been just complete garbage. Yeah, so I I can't just look at Kobe and be like, hey buddy, you suck. Like we sucked as a collective. The, the Chicago Bulls as a whole suck. You know, Vooch shot nine for fourteen or nine for. Four for nineteen the other way. Nine would have been great. Four for nineteen the other day. So yeah, you know I'm yeah, saying Vuk, like Vuk, I I, yeah, I look at I look at Kobe White as a uh, it's gonna be interesting to see what the Bulls do with him because like you said when when it gets to the playoffs are you gonna need him or are you not? But right now you need him because he's gonna. I feel exactly because I feel like right now I personally we're probably going to end up keeping him right now obviously just because of all the injuries and uh it's just i don't know man he's probably going to be here for the rest of the season obviously but once the playoffs come and zoe and caruso get back those guys you know they're so good at defense now that iodesumu is just popping off i mean kobe white's gonna be losing minutes yeah man if io keeps this up he he's absolutely poised to take that that second guard off of the bench spot man appreciate you for calling in man appreciate you for showing love man don't don't be a stranger man call in again yeah no problem thanks man stay safe out there appreciate the call my dude hey listen your boy p kid has to call bid you adieu all right my boy we gonna i'm gonna clean up a couple more of these calls and then i'm gonna hop off here myself but appreciate you for tuning in man always Why, why do you thank me as if this is not what we do Hey man, yeah. Like, my am I not gonna have to be on hey, here in the hey, morning hey, with you? Hey, then, like, then get out of here, Cotton. Get out of here. We don't need you. <laughs> I'll like let y'all later, man. Is that what it is? Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, dog. Uh, we gonna keep it going here, man. We got Marv out in Dallas, man. Marv, what's going on, brother? Hey, what's going on, Pat? Uh, I was going to say what up to Pete Kidd, but I think he didn't. I heard off. Marv on the line. I had yeah. to hop back on, dog. You showed up, Marv Kidd. Had to come back because you showed up. Yeah, man. I just wanted to do uh, say a couple things. I know you want to get out of here early. Listen up, guys. Let me say this to all the fans. We didn't blow a 28-point. We didn't blow a 28-point lead. We blew a 27, and we won by one. Don't ever forget that. And another thing. You rather take this one point win after losing, I mean, blowing a 27 point uh, lead yeah. or 
the one point the one point loss to the Knicks when we came back from eleven. I would rather have this. I think I would. That's all I'm gonna say. Also, I just want to point out something. If you guys get a chance, take a look at the schedules of of uh, uh, the Nets and Milwaukee coming up in the next 16 games. They both finna go on the West Coast, West Coast swing. Yeah. Remember this, guys. Miami and Chicago are the only two teams that, and Cleveland that's important right now. That's an already did their West Coast trip. Uh, Brooklyn is without Durant and finna hit this West Coast. And Milwaukee has a hell of a schedule coming up. Yeah. The Bulls won tonight. None of the big boys played. We picked up a half game. We had a half game out of first, guys. And we got a not easy schedule, like I said last night. We should win the game, but we have to win them. Nobody's gonna lay down for nobody, guys. Yeah. Everyone, if you think if you if these guys think Oklahoma is weak, please they beat they beat a lot of good teams this year, and they was at home. And the Bulls were in the back end of a back to back. We got tired at the middle of the third, and we kind of you know kind of lost our lead. Also, one more thing, Pat, before I before I hang up. Go ahead. You guys remember? You guys remember when Tyler Cook Cook went out of the game today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when they went on the run. You remember yesterday when I called in? I told you about the shock effect of injuries for this team. Billy Donovan not being able to make the adjustments that changes the whole game. Zach went out one play, then Tyler goes out the next. Tyler never came back, so we ain't heard nothing back from that yet either, guys. But. I just want to say, you get you know, fans, you guys get a chance, check your schedules. Check Brooklyn's schedule coming up. Check uh Milwaukee's schedule coming up and look at Miami's because I was gonna I was gonna say that to your other guy who was on the show. Miami has the easiest schedule. That's who everybody needs to be worried about. Yeah. Those guys are for real. Hey man, you know I love to call in. I ain't gonna hold you. I know you wanna get out of there, man. Good show. Hey, shout out to you, Marv. Good call, Marv. Good call. Always, man. Marv with another great call. Marv always coming through with a great call, man. Hey, Marv come through with the gyms. The only thing about that Brooklyn gym I get, I have to I have to give him a little pushback on. It's not even some pushback. Realistically, it's just just something to, to add to it. Uh because they're on a West Coast trip, that means there's a lot of away games, which means Kyrie, Kyrie Irving is playing. Yeah. And Kyrie Irving is averaging about 30 points a game uh, since he's been back uh, playing the last I'll just, four I'll games. I'll say this, though. Still in losing efforts, though. Couple uh, wins. They won the last – they won – they've been back and forth. Uh, back and forth, up and down. But but it's it's been it, – you see that, like, Kyrie and James Harden is not a championship squad. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, yeah, you need KD for this to work. Beat the Nets, beat the – I mean, they are, they are the Nets. Beat the Spurs, beat the Wizards, lost to the Cavs, beat the Pelicans, lost to the Thunder. That was the last game that uh, KD played. And now we'll see. Like, for one, you know I'm a huge Kyrie fan. I think he's one of the the, the best people in the league, best players in the league, period. Yeah. This ultimately falls down to what version of James Harden you get. If you get a good version I- of James Harden, this is not even close. Them two right there is not doesn't even it's not even close. So Facts. you get a you get a James Harden that gives you twenty points, not thirty. He gives you twenty points. I got the Nets beating the Lakers, Nuggets, Warriors, Suns, Kings, Jazz. I got them beating all of them. Hey, we gonna see. <laughs> hey, look, hey, look, we gonna see because to me, I've seen James put up twenty with seven turnovers. And that's absolutely the reason they didn't lost them games. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, that Thunder mm-hmm. game, James Harden wasn't no factor in that. 
But Mar putting us on game, checking out that Miami schedule, he's actually on point hey, about that. Hey, hey, and hey, looking at that. <laughs> and on top of that, again, look to see what Philly does before the trade deadline. I know they said that we saw that they might not move off Ben Simmons, but we got so many reports from credible people who actually said that the game plan was always to move off him by the trade deadline. Joel B just needs one other guy. Who tweeted that today? Well, the credible people we were listening to also tweeted that out today. That was Shams that dropped that article. It's interesting. It's so many, it's so much misdirection. Man, I don't I mean, know what the Ben Simmons story is. I feel like the Ben Simmons story is, is at the same time as the it's the A B story. It's just the basketball it's version. worse than the A B like, story because it's lasting longer. At least A B know he wanna go to uh play with Lamar Jackson. Ben Simmons <laughs> don't know where he wanna go. Good lord. All right, y'all. I got a rope. All right, kid. Hey, we're gonna go out to Robert Schwartz. We're gonna finish this thing out, man. Appreciate you guys for showing so much love to the channel as always, man. Hit that like button. Robert, what's going on? Nothing. How you guys doing? Hey, how you feeling, man? How you feeling? I'm feeling all right. I was just a little bit mad about the Milwaukee and Buck Milwaukee and Bulls game. I didn't like what they did at Caruso. Yeah. I think that guy should have got suspended a little bit more. Amari Stoudemire would agree with you. I agree with him. We we go way back in the nineties, you know, Jordan era. That that was okay, but now it's a different era. The thing that gets me is he was sitting there on the sideline with Giannis and smirking about it. That's what irritates me. Yeah. You don't do that. You could have you could end this guy's career. Absolutely. And <clears throat> yeah, we got a win today. That's good. I'm not I'm not hitting that panic button button right now because we got players that are getting all geared up for the playoffs. So, you know, third place is fine. I'm not worrying about it because we can jump from third all the way back up to first, just right. like that other caller said. And the trade deadline, I'm not worried about. I would buy a contract out to bring a big in to help Lucevic. Because everybody's sitting there, you know, bashing him. He's only one one man. It's a whole team. Yeah, you got you got to get help help him. You know. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think Vooch needs the help down low. I think the Bulls gotta you gotta find a way to get that help. I think we are gonna be in the buyout market now because the trades you would have made would have been for Kobe White. Probably is attached to a lot yeah. of those, and because of that, that's, that's what. You're not That's gonna you're saying. not gonna move him now because you're missing so many people. Yeah, you keep Kobe White because Kobe White come off that bench and he could give you, you know, eighteen points maybe if he's not not shooting cold, if he's shooting hot, he, he's on it. Right. But the rookie Io Ayo he's he's a stud. I I, I my son plays fantasy football or fantasy basketball, and he went and just got him. Oh yeah, off the uh, okay. waiver wire. That's a good pickup for. Him. That's definitely a good yep. pickup for. Him. <laughs> hey, appreciate you for calling in as always, uh, Robert. Man, love when you call yep. in, man. Love when you support the show, man. See Red Nation out here, all right, man. Oh yeah, bear right, stay, down, bear down, man. Stay safe out there, peace.
Uh, man, listen, great calls today. Appreciate you guys for showing so much love to the show. Bulls do come away with the dub. Next game for the Bulls is going to be, I believe, Wednesday, right, if I'm not mistaken. Um, today's Tuesday. We got that tomorrow. Wednesday, well, we face the Toronto Raptors, a game, another game where, listen, that's a team that absolutely can get after you. That's a team that can get into you. Uh, um, don't sleep on them. Don't sleep on what they're doing. They got Scotty Barnes out there. They got a, they got a lot of talent out there. OG, uh, 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 they just haven't been able to put that talent together. And so it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Uh, as always, man, I appreciate you guys for tuning in and rocking with us. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. We do this every single Bulls game. So Wednesday we'll be doing this as well. Uh, and we're trying to grow this thing out, man. So if you guys know uh, um, you know, some people in Bulls Nation and want to rock with something like this, man, tweet the show. Tag, tag them in the videos, share the videos, all that good stuff, man, because we're trying to grow this thing as much as possible this in, in, in 2022, man, so that we can get on some of them bigger networks and, and take the Breeze family to bigger and better places. You know what I'm saying? But I appreciate y'all for showing so much love to us. Uh, as always, it's your boy, Pat the Designer, back at it again to continue watching our Bulls content. Check out some of the content in the link below, and you can even check out your boy, uh, 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 calling calling before the season started that i would assume it was the steal of the draft i'm just saying i'm just saying i'm just saying i oh, appreciate y'all man uh marv said hold on hold on what do you say pat i just want to say one thing about p kids comment about the games that brooklyn's going to win i don't see it like that <laughs> hey marv we love you on the show man we glad that you pulled up on the breeze nation man hey if you guys want to join the breeze super fans man uh, you can click the join button at the bottom or click the link in the description below as well. As always, it's your boy, Pat the Designer. Back at it again. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Bulls get a dub. See Red Nation stand up. Peace. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.